Welcome in once again, Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. And here we go, episode number 98, two away from this special episode number 100. I'll give you details on that next week. But in the meantime, episode number 98 is amazing. We have lawyer and entrepreneur Audrey Dove as our guest, and she specializes in the intersection of innovation and intellectual property. Do you have questions about how intellectual property and trademarks can impact your business? This is definitely the episode you want to listen to. Let's get into episode number 98 right now. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Hey, side note before we get started here. Audrey mentions in this podcast an event that they have upcoming, and as you know, I record these podcasts months ahead of time. When we recorded this, coronavirus wasn't a thing. Now, of course, the event has turned from in-person to virtual, but the link she talks about and the link that I have on your notes is still really relevant because it is now a virtual instead of an in-person event. Having said that, let's start the interview. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Blitnikoff, and we have Audrey Dove. and she is a trademark lawyer and entrepreneur. She's also the host of Brand and New. It's a podcast of the International Trademark Association, a global association of brand owners and professionals. Boy, there's a lot that Audrey does, but we're going to welcome her in right now so she can further expand on everything. Audrey, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you for invitation, Jeff. Absolutely. As we record this, of course, I'm in the United States. Audrey is in France. We're about six hours apart right now. So morning for me, afternoon from her or for her, I should say. And Audrey, let's talk about what you do and your bio and all those things, because I tell you what, I'm fascinated by the fact that we have not had yet a trademark counsel and entrepreneur on the show. And I, of course, love interviewing a fellow podcaster, so tell me all about what you do in your words. Sure. So I'm a former individual property lawyer and general counsel, and now I'm based in France, but I was before based in New York City. I started my career in Europe in private practice before joining one of the world's leaders in the beverage industry as IP director. And then I spent a few years as head of legal, public affairs, and corporate social responsibility in the U.S. And this IP background, both as in-house and outside counsel in different parts of the world and for different industries, made it natural for me to develop with INTA, you just mentioned it, uh, the project Brand and New. So let's talk about a being a trademark counsel and entrepreneur, which we just mentioned a little bit ago. What are some practices and secrets you've used to gain success? Okay, so IP, uh, actually, IP issues uh, definitely have a great impact on entrepreneurs because it's essential for them to safeguard their investment and transform their innovation potential and creativity into market value and competitiveness. And I should say that as an IP lawyer and as an entrepreneur, I have used from day one the intellectual property rights I consider relevant to protect my creations, to protect my brand. And 
I know that when you own IP, when you register your trademark and when you protect your inventions or your creations, it helps create an essential differentiator for your venture. And when I was an IP lawyer, I witnessed, you know, just so many problems that could have been avoided by protecting earlier and better intellectual property. Uh, now, of course, it can be expensive for newcomers and for startups, so it's also key to envisage IP in a very strategic way uh, with a set of priorities and clear identification of your assets. And it also, of course, depends on, on your goals. So to summarize the point, it completely makes sense for me as an IT lawyer to practice in a different way this job, but as an entrepreneur. And so I think a lot of people these days are confused about intellectual property and because sometimes they don't know how to A, protect their own or B, what they can and cannot use. And entrepreneurs are always people that usually are innovating. So how would you describe the intersection of innovation in intellectual property okay it's all about you know innovation being protected by intellectual property one foster the other when you have the possibility to protect your rights you innovate with trust with more confidence because you know that at the end you will uh, have a return also on your investment your innovation won't be copied won't be reproduced by others you will have the possibility to build on it and that's thanks to intellectual property rights. All right, so let's talk about the impact of new technology on brand owners, intellectual property offices, and consumers. Our world is ever-changing, so maybe you could talk about how new technology is impacting all three of those. Okay, innovation and new technologies are absolutely everywhere. Developed that a lot, and we discussed this in the podcast Branding New that you mentioned earlier. We talked a lot about artificial intelligence, for instance, about blockchain, about Internet of Things, because these technologies are absolutely everywhere and will be more and more present uh, in, our, in, in our daily uh, life. The point is about what's the role of intellectual property um, there. And intellectual property, we already have a lot of principles. We already have a lot of rules in each and every country. So the question is, how do you adjust them? And what's the good understanding that people, including judges, for instance, if tomorrow you have a problem and you have to go before court, how the judge will decide how they will implement the law um, for uh, an issue uh, connected with uh, new technologies. So that's a question also, of course, of education. But these are very connected and the consumers, the entrepreneurs, the general public are fully part, uh, I would say, of, the, of, of this ecosystem. So let me talk to you, and I, I want to get into your podcast in just a second, but a follow-up question to that is if an entrepreneur is confused about where to go as to find help with intellectual property, of course, they can plug into your podcast, which we're going to have a link to. But what would you suggest for an entrepreneur that knows really nothing about intellectual property, how they should go about educating themselves? There's a very good source of education, actually. And you mentioned earlier so intellectual property, but the International Trademark Association website that gives a lot of resources and that organizes a lot of events 
uh, for entrepreneurs and for SMEs. Uh, so, you know, it's a global association of brand owners and professionals uh, that are completely dedicated to supporting trademarks. And that helps for innovation, of course, for economic growth and for consumer trust. This association gathers more than 7,000 organizations from, I would say, uh, almost all countries in the world, and they represent more than 31,000 trademark professionals. So you have everything you need to understand how to protect your rights, where the different tools that are essential for an entrepreneur. And I would say that you don't need to be an expert to uh, understand intellectual property. And that's the beauty also of what, uh, of the role and the work done by INTA. It's to put a lot of uh, knowledge, a lot of information at the disposal of entrepreneurs. So that's where I would go. And uh, the website is INTA.org. That's great. And, of course, we'll have a link to that. Let's talk about your podcast. And when a listener plugs into your podcast, what kind of information will they gain? And what ways do you hope to change perceptions? You know, Brennan New explores with a 360-degree vision the interaction between intellectual property and change in our societies, economies, in our cultures. And every two weeks on Tuesday, our guests share their best practices and their ideas on hot topics that are impacting uh, the IP ecosystem. So I mentioned earlier artificial intelligence. I could have talked about machine learning, cybersecurity. But we also talk about subjects that are less or indirectly tech focused from the development of soft skills for lawyers to brand restrictions or the intersection between corporate social responsibility and branding. There's always something to learn, uh, I would say, for a curious listener. And uh, our guests bring very different perspectives and ideas, and they give food for thought about the economic, social, cultural, or even historical dimensions. I have interviewed the chairman of an international marketing agency, fantastic woman, who talks about the power of branding. I also interviewed uh, the IP head of a leading media entertainment company who explained the transformation of his industry, or even a lawyer who shared his views on the impact of climate change and intellectual property. So for me, it's a privilege to interview people among the world's most inspiring leaders and visionaries in their areas. And they help us to understand the world of today and uh, also to get us prepared for what's coming next. All right. Let's talk about the guests that you've interviewed. And you just mentioned a uh, guest just a second ago. But uh, from the guests you've interviewed on your podcast, what are the overarching lessons you've learned about innovation and intellectual property? That's a tough question. That's a tough question because I learned so many things. As I said earlier, intellectual property in this podcast is envisaged at, with a 360-degree vision. So I would not, it's difficult for me to talk about one lesson because every time I have the chance to interview one of my new guests, I learn something new uh, and I learn a new lesson. So I'm afraid it will be a critical question. Maybe about the fact that we still have something to learn. That's maybe one lesson. You, you have never finished learning about, about it. 
Yeah, I'll tell you what, it is something, and, and you bring up a good point there, because the same thing happens for me on this podcast. It's really amazing to be a podcaster, right? Because you're able to interview people from a wide range of backgrounds and experiences, and then as they talk, they open you up, and of course your listeners as well, to something that they hadn't ever thought of before. So that's what I find amazing. Definitely, definitely. And that's also my conclusion. And every time I know that I will learn something new. (laughs) Yeah, it it is great. And it truly opens up your mind. And I really appreciate you being here, helping to open up not only my mind, but also the listeners as well. And uh, so let's, let's head into our final couple questions here. Of course, you had mentioned INTA.org. We're going to have a link to that. We're also going to have a link to your podcast. And I'm going to recommend that people listening right now download your podcast as well. But are there some – of course. No, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to listening myself. But let's go ahead and – Talk about other resources that you might recommend if there's anything that personally inspires you or that you think listeners should plug into. I'd love to hear what you would like to say about that. Okay. You know, I um, I watched a TED Talk recently, and I would like to say a word about it. It's TED Talk of the entrepreneur Astro Teller, who leads a X organization. And that is just fantastic and truly inspirational. Uh, you know, the topic he shows in his TED Talk does not look like the easiest because it's about rewarding colleagues when their ambitious projects fail. It's all about, it's about failure. And Teller says this helps his team take risks so they solve the world's biggest problems and can explore the most audacious ideas and achieve their moonshot goals, like a, a balloon-powered internet. So I found this that's very inspiring, very interesting. Audrey, before we roll into the final part of this podcast, let's talk about something exciting going on with the INTA, the International Trademark Association. You wanted to talk about something brand new. Absolutely. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, we have a very exciting news. We are bringing uh, the world's largest and most influential gathering of intellectual property professionals to Houston, Texas in yep. the U.S., the world's largest, again, uh, gathering. And it will take place in November 16 to 20 this year. And registrations uh, open uh, open just in June. All right. Well, I'm going to give you the floor. As listeners know, I start with the guest and with the guest. So, and again, it's always a special treat for me to interview a fellow podcaster because we're in kind of the same kind of space. And well, it's ner- it's both nerve wracking and fun. And I think you know what I'm talking about there. <laughs> but so. Tell me what you would like to address with the audience. I'd like to hand the mic over to you, Audrey, and uh, the floor is yours. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. I would like to talk about innovation and intellectual property. I would like to talk about change. And we live in in, in societies that are changing all the time. I learned over the last few years that intellectual property is full part of the change that occurs in our societies, in our economies. And this is, again, not a topic for experts. When I listen to my guests, to CEOs, to entrepreneurs, to professors, to coaches, to lawyers, to so many people, our 
ever-evolving environment requires that we keep our eyes open and care about what is real, what is important for each of us as individuals and as part of the community. So again, we talked about uh, my podcast, but it's also true for other podcasts. We have a role to play about social responsibility, about ethical values, and uh, it's not only about economy, it's about ethics, it's about um, you know, a lot of very basic, important values that uh, we, we have to take care of. All right. Audrey Dove, and of course, the host of Brand and New, a podcast of the International Trademark Association, a global association of brand owners and professionals, also a trademark lawyer and entrepreneur, had a lot to say in this podcast, and really appreciate your time as we complete the podcast this week. Thank you again, Audrey. Thank you very much, Dave. On the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, Elizabeth Hill is a lawyer that has argued in front of the Texas Supreme Court and an entrepreneur that owns her own law practice and winery. She tells us how to become more effective in communication and, as a bonus, gives us an insight into wine. Here's a little bit from Elizabeth. I have a very distinct memory of being in a practice and my coach, Rob Sherwin, who is one of the best coaches in the nation, he has some of the most winning teams. I remember a practice where I was not getting to the point and I remember him saying, yes or no, no or yes, Elizabeth, answer the question. And that sticks in my mind every time that I'm asked a question, whether it be in court or on the phone or on a podcast. It it was something that really stuck with me and really helped me to remember to get to the point and to answer the question. Please go to womenreallymeanbusiness.com and go to the Grow the Show section. If you did even one of the four things on that page, it would help us immensely. And we thank you in advance.